Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. For a while now, the federal government has been trying to upgrade the digital security of U.S. critical infrastructure, from water utilities to power plants to pipelines. Only a few of those infrastructure sectors actually have mandatory cyber standards, and many are regulated by agencies with little expertise in the area. Enter the Transportation Security Administration, the same agency that checks your bags at the airport, and pipeline companies, which are butting heads about the TSA's recent cybersecurity rules. And that tension comes amid some pretty alarming intelligence from the Biden administration about a major looming cyber threat. The Biden administration is sounding the alarm of possible cyber attacks from Russia targeting the nation's financial sector, power grids, and water systems. Today, Politico's Eric Geller on why pipelines and the Biden administration are fighting over the industry's cybersecurity rules. It's Monday, March 28th. So, Eric, what sort of cybersecurity standards is the TSA trying to require for pipeline companies? Well, the TSA wants pipeline operators to use a lot of the practices that many companies around the world use on a daily basis. So these would be things like regular antivirus scans, requiring that in addition to a password, you have to enter this one-time code that's called multi-factor authentication, upgrading the security on a lot of the control boxes across the pipeline ecosystem. So these are the things that tell pipeline valves when to open and close. They want to put security features on these devices. It's security measures like that that are really intended to make it harder for hackers to do a lot of damage if they were able to get in. And of course, also to keep them out in the first place. Yeah. Could you remind us why cybersecurity standards are so important for pipeline companies especially? Well, a lot of this equipment was built and installed in a time before a lot of people were thinking about cybersecurity. And you can imagine a hacker who gets access to a pipeline can do some serious damage. First, they can cause safety issues. This is a combustible mix of materials inside the pipeline, especially when you're talking about natural gas. And of course, fuel supply. You could disrupt the fuel supply if you disrupt the equipment that is moving the fuel through the country. So you could cause serious public confidence issues there. We saw a brief example of that with a colonial pipeline hack in 2021. That's just an example of what the Biden administration is worried about when it comes to the potential damage from another hack of a pipeline. So given that, why are pipeline companies and even some cyber experts pushing back on these standards? Well, a lot of the standards that are in the TSA rules are based on the kinds of standards that regular businesses are expected to deploy for their systems and for their users. But those businesses have different kinds of computer networks than the computer networks that pipelines use. The distinction is referred to as information technology versus operational technology. The pipelines are running special computers, special hardware, industrial control systems that are designed to move natural gas or petroleum. Those are very different from the kinds of computers that we are using. And so the security measures need to be different. And the pipeline industry says these rules were not written with our equipment in mind. We would have to 
take a lot of equipment offline if you wanted us to do these things. It would take a long time to get new equipment in some cases. We don't have a lot of vendors that make this equipment. So they're really pointing to not only safety impacts if they have to take their pipeline equipment offline, but also cost. It would cost a lot of money in some cases to comply with these rules. Mm -hmm. So what kind of rules and oversight do pipeline companies want when it comes to cybersecurity then? Well, when I, when I talk to folks in the pipeline industry, they say they want a regulatory model that is more similar to what the electric industry has, where the companies sit down at the table with the government. The government says, hey, here are the goals we want you to meet. The companies say, okay, here are the ways that we think we can comply with those goals to get to the level of security that you want. And then together, they actually write the specific rules. And that is sort of called an outcome-based model. It's a model where the focus is on the security outcomes rather than the agency coming up with exactly the specific steps that the companies need to take in ways that could be very limiting to the companies. So they want something that's a bit more flexible, where they can still get to the security posture that the government wants, but using techniques that they come up with based on their own understanding of the pipeline system. So how long could replacing these current TSA rules take? Well, several experts I spoke to said you could be looking at a process of up to two years. If you go through the standard notice and public comment process, it takes a long time to develop the specific rules when you're having this consultation with industry. One person I talked to said if you wanted to do this in a kind of a rushed way, it would still take potentially a year because there are so many things you need to figure out. It's not just as simple as saying, hey, be more secure. You need to take into account the specifics of the pipeline ecosystem. Mm -hmm. President Joe Biden earlier this week warned of Russian cyber attacks against the U.S. Does that warning factor in at all here? Does that change the game at all? I don't think so. I think what it does is emphasize why it's so important to get this done. You could see new momentum by the TSA to say, okay, we are going to do what the industry wants and start a new regulatory process. But certainly this is something that everybody involved in protecting pipelines is already well aware of, that they are a top target for Russian hackers and many other kinds of hackers. Also, the United States and European Union are committing to ramping up liquefied natural gas shipments to Europe to help the continent wean itself off Russian energy. That's what President Joe Biden and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen announced on Friday. But it wasn't immediately clear where they would get the extra fuel supplies. According to their joint announcement, the United States will work with international partners to supply an additional 15 billion cubic meters of LNG to Europe this year, while Europe will directly receive 50 billion cubic meters of LNG from the United States itself eventually. The EU also committed to building new LNG infrastructure to accommodate the additional flows, according to a senior Biden administration official. The announcement Friday comes as EU countries have been scrambling to source new supplies of LNG to replace gas shipments from Russia, which totaled more than 150 billion cubic meters last year. Energy experts say that the global LNG market is already operating near capacity and that finding the supplies to feed the European demand may prove difficult. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow.
Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.